following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Episode 54 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres. With me, as always, is my brother and my co-host, Ben Torres. Hello. Ben. What's up? Long-ass week, I feel like. <laughs> it has been a long After the vacation we had, yeah, this yeah. is a long-ass week. I just, uh, coming back from any traveling always is, I feel like, difficult for me because I have to adapt back to everything, but... So much has been going on just locally and in the world yeah. and stuff like that. And I just feel fucking yeah. exhausted, dude. I feel you. And having to leave John behind was... I know you mentioned it on uh, WGO the other day, but that sucked. Yeah, that just sucked. It really hurt. Yeah. But, we uh, it, it was kind of a weird schedule last week. Um, I did episode 53, which was kind of outside the norm of our usual yeah. YAO episodes, but it's something that needed to be addressed. Yeah. Um, and then two days later, I left for my brother's graduation in Virginia. So I feel like I haven't put an episode out in forever, honestly. But we're still at we're still kind of right where we should be. But it no, yeah, it feels I feel so detached, and I feel like so much has happened since mm. the last time I was here. Like I was on here addressing, you know, uh, this shooting locally, mm-hmm. and then there's that shooting in California. Yeah, like, uh, that's uh, that same week. And then just this week, we have that shooting in Texas, which I can't even talk mm-hmm. about because it makes me sick to my – working in a school, it makes me sick oh, to my I know. stomach. Yeah. Um, but it's like why do I, I – I feel like I have to keep having the same conversation over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Like what are we going to do about this? Seriously. Something like everybody's dragging their feet and just blaming everything. No, we got to do something. We got to do something about it. Like people need to uh, choose love and and start loving other people. I know that sounds Seriously. like some hippie no, shit. No, I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, I mean, it's the golden rule: treat others the way you want to be treated. You Normal be shot, people you know? don't think like that, right? Normal right. people don't think like that. Nobody has that idea of oh, I'm gonna go out and kill, you know. 10 to 15 people today. Right. Or anything. You don't have that thought when you wake up. I don't. No, I. I Nobody in my life does. I I would fucking hope not, at least. (laughs) Um, But just, I pray for those victims and I pray for, like, the world right now. It's just, it's a crazy time to be alive. Seriously. Um, But so that kind of, with all that stress, I feel like it kind of put. Everything on a rocky start last weekend, but I thought the last day we got to have with John was just so fun. And it was I a lot of fun. I, I thought it felt like we were kids again in that moment, in like a big way. You yeah, know? I just man, when that show ended, I didn't want to leave. I didn't either. You know what I mean? That's why I wanted to watch another. I just I didn't want to leave. I know. I had to do the Big Brother like slip away from you guys to shed a few tears real quick before. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. That 
That sucked. It yeah. really did. But, uh, you know, our brother got his his BS in criminal justice, and yeah. I couldn't be and more he's, fucking proud of him. He's going to kick ass down there, and uh, I couldn't be more proud of him. Yeah. Um, so that that was hard, but moved on to better things this week. I feel like I know you had a good night last night. You and Tyler were <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> messaging me at 1 o'clock in the morning. I can't even believe oh, I was up for Lord. that. Yeah, that was a fun night. It was that hilarious. Was I, so it was funny. He, uh, you know, it was actually just supposed to be, you know, me and Casey having a few drinks. And then Tyler called me while we were on a bike ride, and he goes, uh, well, what are you guys doing tonight? And I was like, we're just, you know, staying in, having a few drinks. And he was like, well, I'm free tonight, so if you guys want to hang out or anything, I was mm-hmm. like, if you want to come over, you're more than welcome. So he came over, and we just, we just had a great set. You know, he played his music as he always does. And then um, we played a few YouTube videos. We all passed out on the floor. <laughs> well, Casey passed out on the couch. Tyler and I passed out on the floor. <laughs> it's a level of comfort that you can only achieve with <laughs> certain people. It really is. Like That's when, true. whenever like that happens, where I'm like, I think I just need to crash here, and people are like, Yeah, like duh. Yeah, that's that's such a level of like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you you could be there with me. For, yeah, for anything. Like Vince and I do that to each other all the time. <laughs> Or he'll just pass out at my apartment right, or I'll pass yeah. out at his house or something like that. Oh. Um, but, yeah, that's that's one of the things that makes your show so good is just the natural chemistry you two have from being best friends. It just translates <laughs> yeah. so well. Like this week when you were talking about uh, Kodak, you guys were just cracking me up. <laughs> oh my he does not like Kodak Black. I don't either. He's a rapist. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I don't support that, but I mean, come on. He's he's not a <laughs> and, uh, Don't call him fat yak. <laughs> yeah, don't call him fat yak. <laughs> don't call him fat yak at all. Don't say that he looks like him. I can't even say it. I don't know. Oh my god! I, it's so funny. People, people think I'm a hypocrite because Eminem was a domestic abuser, but he doesn't. He's not that person anymore, and he's way more evolved at that. Like he's that's not fair. as wild and as drugged out as he used to be. And that's people hate that side that he's not doing that, but he was killing yeah, his brain doing that shit. Oh yeah, and yeah. that obviously alters your state of thought. Like you mm-hmm. can't say it that. There's no way it doesn't. No, that definitely alters it. Yeah. Um, but one cool experience I had while we were down in Virginia is we uh, – the last day we were kind of looking for things to do throughout the day. So we helped my brother move and then uh, we uh, went to a park for a few hours. We had stopped by Starbucks. We went to Five Guys for dinner. And then John was like, oh, I know what we could do. And he brought us to this kind of hole-in-the-wall comic book shop because they wouldn't let them put a sign up for whatever reason. But I thought that place was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and one really fun thing that happened was uh, all of a sudden I became one of those people that was talking shop with comic book owners. Yeah. About things? Yeah, they were really cool. When did that happen? That was I can do that in any comic book shop now, I've realized. Where like well, the thing that uh the thing that broke the ice was I was wearing that That, shirt. I was wearing a Funko Pop shirt. I was wearing a Funko Pop shirt that had um kind of the nineties versions of 
uh, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man series Cat that Spider-Man on yeah. not Catwoman, uh, Black or Black Cat, Black Cat, Cat. Yeah, Black Cat. Cat. yeah, yeah. Uh, before DC comes out, they're like, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, Spider-Man, uh, Black Cat. Uh, Doc Ock and Madam Web, yes. which Madam Madam Web's not featured on anything, no, which is cool, except the '90s series. Yeah. Sure. So I walked up to the counter of this place, and uh, the guy looks at me. He goes, "That is an awesome shirt." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Thank you, dude." I was like, and I told him where I got it. He was like, "Well, because I uh, Julie's cousin Alana got that for me," and uh, he goes. He go, uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, my fiance's cousin got it. He's like, well, your fiance's cousin is awesome and has great taste. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, but then we were talking 90s animated series, and he brought up uh, – and I brought up Batman Beyond through that and how I just started reading it again. And he was like, oh, you should read White Knight too. And I was telling him what I was thinking of the Neo year that um, they were doing and oh, what I thought okay. of all that stuff and, you know, that like – I kind of left with, like, you know, that, well, you guys have a great night or whatever. Like, mm. So that was a cool moment, but that humbling moment, uh, a couple weeks ago I went in after we did our Doctor Strange review, and <laughs> uh, I asked for the Paul Dano Riddler because oh, I'm an yeah, idiot the, and I thought that came out that. already. And it doesn't come out till October. So I'm asking him, he was like, I don't know if that exists yet. He's like, I could ask around to some people. I was like, no. I was like, I figured, I was like, I think it came out after the movie, but like, I know I kind of dropped the ball on uh, on getting that and whatever. <laughs> so uh, then I looked it up after and I was like, oh, it's a limited series that comes out in, oh, in October. <laughs> uh, you know how long it's going to be? I think six issues, six okay. to eight issues. Kind of like, like Killing Time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so that's one of the things I mainly wanted to touch on in the show today is we did the Doctor Strange review. Mm-hmm. And I left the show and I was sitting and I was thinking and I was like, why in the hell don't I read comic books anymore? yeah. Yeah, I I talk about how much I love superheroes and I love collecting and I love doing this and I collect old back issues of stuff all the time, mm-hmm. um, but I don't read anything current right now, and that really bothered me for some reason when I made that realization. Okay, because yeah. I can't speak from a place where I know the stuff if I'm not actively doing it. Right? Yeah, that's true. And I want to be doing that stuff again because back when I really used to read, I used to absorb everything. And I felt like I learned everything about everybody a little bit. Okay. So um, I left and I went to the comic book store and I picked up like seven new issues of things. And I made it a vow that I was at least going to do a segment on here each week. Okay. For a new comic book that I like or something that I'm reading that I'm really enjoying okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I couldn't believe how much good stuff is out there right now. Yeah. I can't believe how much good stuff is out. And you got to read a decent amount of it um, when I got it because what happened was I went to I went to the local store and then we ended up going to the comic book store in Virginia. And I was like, well, guess I have to buy more comic <laughs> books now. Um. So I caught up on so much shit. What did you think of some of the stuff you read? 
It, I thought it was really good. I thought, oh, excuse me, uh, Black Variant, I know you didn't get it at that um, shop there, but Black Variant I thought was very cool. Or uh, Black Radiant. Radiant Black? Radiant, Radiant Black, Black. yeah. That's one of the first ones I'll delve into, too. Okay, yeah. Um, that was a very good one. I thought, I know it's made by the same people, but the first thing I thought was, this gives me Invincible vibes. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was a really good, you know, like, and I thought it was really cool. This, you know, first thing you open up to in this comic is this guy's in debt. Like yeah, thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. You know, and, and how funny! Like before recording this, you and I were both just talking about like oh, I wish we could like rob a bank or something. <laughs> like <laughs> to you know get rich quick overnight. Yeah, like, seriously. but that's how I feel like a lot of people feel like that. And when you mm-hmm. when you look at that issue, that's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like everybody feels like this. Yeah. Um, so this is so a definite segment. Uh, I want to bring in. Is a must-have for the week. Okay. Um, and Radiant Black is my must-have. And oh, I think okay. that's um, – I I want to do that for a few reasons. One, I really loved this introductory issue. Okay. I really, really love the introductory issue. I think that um, it brought me in right away. I think having that relatability of, like, being in debt and wanting to get out of it in any way you can yeah. is um, – is, very relatable and like very gripping. I thought it like sucked you into the story immediately really well. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, I I feel like a lot of people that look into reading comic books are like, I don't know where to start. Right. There's so much shit out there. Sometimes you can like it's hard because if you're like jumping into detective comics, you're gonna jump it into issue like five eighty seven. And so you got to like you got to know people who are reading the storyline and are like mm-hmm. you can start here at like issue 577 for right. this and work your way up from there and start right. start collecting back issues but for people that are just starting out and looking to get into comic book collecting right. for the first time that's right up there alley that's right up there alley this is a great place to start and it's a dollar yeah it's seriously. You have four steal. quarters in your house? Put four quarters on the counter. You get this issue yeah. of a comic book, and you're immediately gripped into a great story. Yeah, absolutely. That's the great thing about it's made by Image, and Image is so good with doing that, where they make really affordable comic books with great stories. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking, if you're a comic book collector and you're looking for a great place to start, Image is releasing new stuff all the time. All from the like, time. All yeah. the time. All the time. Did they do creators. that other one that um, Killer Be Killed? Killer Be Killed, yes. They did do that yeah. too? Okay. Yeah. Um, that was an interesting one, but that... <laughs> I definitely <laughs> liked Radiant Black a little bit, a, a little much better, better yeah. than that. I, I think it's cool because it gives me... Um, I like the old uh, Batman and Robin Adventures comics. I like the old um, Gotham Adventures comics that that featured, like, the animated series people. Mm -hmm. And that gave me those kind of vibes. Like, Radiant Black gives me those kind of vibes. Absolutely. Almost how how Invincible does, Mm. where, like, even when it's really violent, it still looks kind of tame. I don't know if you remember how that imagery kind of looked if you read do those. Remember, yeah. Yes. But like it looks it looks really tame while being very very graphic and yeah, fun. Yeah. That's very true. And, and I like that. I I like that imagery of that. Okay. And Radiant Black gave me the same vibes. And at first 
I would argue Radiant Black is a little better in my opinion, like illustration. Yeah, yeah. I would say it looks better. Story-wise, I got to see where it goes. Yeah. Story-wise, I definitely got to see where it goes. I like um, the start of it. I do. Like it has a great foundation a right great, now. Yeah. I can't delve into it because I, I, I really do want people to read it. Yeah. But it's a guy in debt. And basically, he stumbles across something that could basically change his potential, good or bad. But I don't know if – I was thinking about that, and I don't know if that's him or a variant. I – I mean, so I'm on the fence, but we'll see. So I had the same exact thought, but then I saw something in the back of the comic that made me start thinking otherwise. Okay. Cool. So I was like, okay, maybe it's different then. Okay. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know if it's two versions or I don't know if he's doing a blue spirit thing, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I that's mean. the thing. I, not to jump right into Avatar references. <laughs> God, how good is that fucking show, man? It's so good. I, 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 I love I want to rewatch it, but here's the thing. I want to turn it on for, like, background noise, but I don't want to at the same time. That's the thing is you so want it, you still want to watch it because it's, it's so just, good. It's so good. I just I still want them to do an animated series just about it doesn't even have to be about them as like adults or anything like that. Just the in between. I just want them to continue the story from where the comics pick up in it. And do the whole thing where Zuko looks for his mother and, and you know, you see him as the new Fire Lord and the problems that he faces. I want to say there's a storyline about that somewhere out there. There is. But I'm not sure. There's a comic for it. Yeah. yeah. But I would love if they put that into film, mm. you know. Just not live That's action, fair. please. And don't give it to M. Night Shimalaya. Shyamalan? Shimalinum? Shimalinum. Shyamalan ding <laughs> Yeah, no, the Shyamalan avatar was absolute so dog shit. Bad. It was so um, bad. My friend Blake, shout out to Blake. But screw you for liking this movie. He was like, he tried making up excuses for it. I was like, dude, they're not even, the firebenders can't even bend fire unless fire is nearby. Yeah. It sucks. Dude. It is just horrible, and then, and then the the earthbenders when they're earthbending, n- not even big rocks come flying at people. <laughs> it's pretty, it's just so bad. I know it's it's one oh. view is even too much of that movie. <laughs> it, it just was. is. That's why I don't even want. Oh, I don't God. want live action to touch it. I want it to stay how it is. I. Why do you have to I do anything too. more than the end? I get it, but why do you have to do anything more than Avatar was? <sighs> People know. always need to like do more with stuff, and you don't need to just leave it alone. I know, but you know how cool that would be, Dan, to see a, a giant live action Appa. I mean, come on! I know. Man. I know. Come on! It'd be it'd be sick, but who it knows? It'd be so cool if it's done right. It will be great. Absolutely, that's the problem. If it's not done right, then everyone's like, "Why would you touch this again?" That's the that's the big issue with it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it sucks. Yeah. So, um. Radiant Black is my must-have of the week. So everybody that's listening, if you are looking for a great comic to get invested in and you are on a budget, 
like myself, even mm-hmm. though I spend too much money on comic <laughs> books. Um, it, Radiant Black is $1. Great start to a story. Um, again, it's from Image Com- uh, Comics, so go check it out. I really think it's going to be uh, something to get behind in the future. Tyler, this is for you. That's <laughs> I'm telling you, pick up right here, black right now. Yes, Tyler. Um, that way, you could be involved on this too. Um, yeah. So you you touched on it. So another one I picked up was Killer Be Killed from Image. Okay. Um, really dark. It's a very interesting story, though. I think. I think it's very so. Yeah. I think I just think. Okay, so. Do you mind if I talk about it a little bit? I'm, I I can – so we can spoil this one because okay. I'm not too, like – Invested. I, I'm not saying people shouldn't read it, but this wasn't right, one this of my favorites. Yours. So, yeah. like, I don't mind talking about it right. more just because, like, I'm interested to see where it goes. But if it doesn't go anywhere in a few issues, then mm-hmm. I'll probably put it down at some okay. point, you know? Um, so, go ahead. Yeah, so this is a story about uh, – when it opens up, you see this guy who's killing people, and then you learn the backstory. Of, you know, he's explaining the whole time, I didn't used to be this way. It all started this day. Oh, actually, it didn't start this day. It started this day, mm-hmm. you know. And So pretty much what happens is this guy is super depressed and, you know, just hates his life. And he the one day went out on the roof and just said, fuck it, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. And he jumps down, and on the way down, of course, he's thinking, why did I do this? This is a horrible mistake. I want to live. And gets caught on the clotheslines on the way down yep. and then survives. And what his arm is – oh, no, 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 no. no. He's yeah. fine. He he's walks com- away from it totally right. unharmed. He's completely fine, and he's like, I, I can't believe that I'm alive right now. Yeah. So then he ends up – Going back to his apartment, and this demon shows up, mm-hmm. and he tells him, "Now that I gave you a second chance, you have to do something for me." And he's like, well, "What? You're not. Oh, hold up. You're not even real. Like this can't be possible." And then he tells him, "I'm very real, and you're going to kill for me, or else I'm going to kill you." Mm-hmm. And he was like, you can't do that. You're not real. And then he grabs his arm and breaks it. Yeah. And then uh, his roommate's girlfriend, or his old best friend, took him to the hospital. And uh, when he got home, he thought it was He still thought it was a dream, yeah. 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 And – he was like he was still like he didn't want to believe it was real. He was like, I, yeah. I I'm hallucinated but he was it. He's getting sicker and sicker. He's right? getting really yes. sick and he started seeing it everywhere he went. That's too. right. And so the one night he was walking around outside and uh he got mud. Mm-hmm. And he was like well, at first the whole time he's been thinking, like, who are bad people? Like I, I can't just go out and kill bad people. Yeah, you know? yeah. I can't identify who's bad. Then these people started mugging him, and he was like, these are the bad people. Like, <laughs> these are the people I have to take care of. And, you know, he ends up getting the shit beat out of him. And um, and the demon says to him, like, You've, you have one last chance. If you don't kill tonight, I'm killing you. Yeah. 
and the last thoughts, or the last thing he says um, in the comic is, okay, who do I, now I have to figure out who I have to kill. Yeah. You know? So now <laughs> he's like, like oh, so shit. if he doesn't pay a certain rent every month, yeah. like if he doesn't kill one person, like one bad person every right. month, you then think, he starts getting weaker and weaker and weaker. Do you think it's a demon or do you think it's the devil himself? Man, I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> I It's... It's very interesting. It's but... very inter- It's very dark. It's very different. Of course, there are a few uh, notes in the comic that I skipped on for reasons. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely an interesting comic. It's much different than ones I've ever read. I I've never seen this start with a suicidal superhero. You know. Yeah. I mean? Exactly. Um, and he's not exactly a hero either. So. Very, very anti-hero kind of yeah. like. But it, it's interesting. It's very interesting. And the reason why I say that is I want to see how he got to the point that we already saw him at, where it yeah. looks like he's skilled now with this, you know? So now I'm intrigued. Well, how the hell did he get this way? He must have had training or something, right? Yeah. So it kind of invests you to keep going. But, um... Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's, it's not bad at all. It's... It's very interesting to see if he's going to go totally overboard with it yeah. or what he's what he's going to do. Yeah, if all of a sudden he's just slaughtering everyone or if he's truly just killing bad people. Like yeah. Punisher, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's... It's an interesting one for sure, and I'm I'll probably keep reading it because again, it's another one for a dollar that um, you could just pick up and just keep going with. Yeah. However, again, if it kind of doesn't go anywhere, it might be one that after five or six issues, I'm no, like, yeah, I could stand to stop reading. This. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see where it goes. I I yeah. was intrigued. I was intrigued. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so another cool one <laughs> that I picked up is uh, I'm a huge Batman Beyond fan, like I said, and oh, like I mentioned course. earlier. So I started reading Neo Year because Batman Beyond just restarted with Neo Year. Um, and this is a storyline in Batman Beyond where Bruce Wayne is dead. He has mm-hmm. passed. Um you are in Neo Gotham now, like future Gotham. And Terry is now kind of orphaned in a way because Bruce is gone. Well, yes and no. He is orphaned, but he's like, you know, he's like 25. He is, but like, <laughs> but I I mean, orphaned in a way where the, you know, the OG version of Batman Beyond right, yeah. has, yeah. um, has like has Bruce in his ear all the time. Yeah, Bruce is yeah. like his little brain. Yeah, pretty much. Did yeah. you ever? Um, have you ever watched Screw Attack on YouTube? Yeah. Um, do you know that they uh they did a death battle between, <laughs> between Batman Beyond and Spider Man twenty nine? Of course, you know. It. I yeah. love that one. He, but it's crazy how quick Batman kills how, him, but, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy, and I think that's cool too mm-hmm. because. It shows that even Miguel, even uh, Miguel, uh, I forget the Spider-Man. I, yeah, I forget his last name. Spider-Man 2099, his uh, 
AI may be fast, but it's not faster than Bruce's. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's he's ready for it, you know? He's Absolutely. He's prepared. So as soon as he, you know, kicked off that AI, it was over. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah, was, exactly. That was an awesome match. Yeah, that was cool. He was just like Bruce immediately knew. He was like, yeah, if you if you shatter this, then yep. that's it. Yep. Miguel O'Hara. Sorry, Miguel. Miguel O'Hara. Sorry, Miguel O'Hara. O'Hara. Respect to your name, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. But this is a cool. This is a cool Batman because all of a sudden he doesn't have Bruce's technology anymore. So he's yeah. slowly running out of the stuff yeah. he kind of relies on in a lot of ways. So you've got him like at one point in like the second issue, he's like last the rocket fuel, like that's it. So yep. he can't use the jetpacks anymore. And it's crazy because. So I guess um, what is it? The city is kind of listening in on him, as he puts it. In a way, so yeah. He has to go completely invisible, so he even has to tweak the suit. Yeah, you know, he's fixing stuff. He's like saying, uh, "What was it? the one thing on the belt that makes him go invisible?" Yeah, invisible. He said, "Like this has tracers or whatever, and mm-hmm. can't use this anymore. I have to use the old. Way. I'll have to do it the old-fashioned way." Yeah, and exactly. It's crazy because you always see him with you know going invisible. Always. So that's like he was. He was always kind of op for some yeah, of those reasons. Exactly. But now you're seeing him start to become more human again, mm-hmm. and that's where I think. The coolest mm-hmm. episodes with Terry McGinnis came in. Yeah, so I, that's that's why I'm very I'm very high on this series yeah. right now because I think they're going back to OG uh, Terry McGinnis in a lot of ways. So I, I'm also wondering in that comic, what's going to happen with the suit? Is it going to alter at all? Is it going to all the do you think it's going to remain the same suit, or do you think eventually he has to switch the suit? I think he's going to switch it up. Okay. I think he's. I think it'll be a very basic, non-technological suit that okay. he goes to. Gotcha. Whereas Gotham's like expanding technologically, I think he'll take a step back. I think it'll be like how it was with um, the episode. Oh. Where the suit takes over. <laughs> Why do you do that to me? <laughs> yes, the episode where the suit takes over. And he has to use the original utility belt and yeah, throws right. the Nightwing mask on. I hate that, you that so much. <laughs> That's that so funny. So cool. But, oh, you great. know, we were even talking about um, the other day how, it's, you know, you don't get to see him do that a lot. And even, no. Uh, watching uh, him and Bruce Wayne have to bout it out in that comic that, you know, what, that wasn't even in the end yeah. series. But you get to see Bruce put the old suit back on as the old man. It's like, oh, so shit, the OG is back, you know. And those were some of my favorite episodes where he came back. <laughs> oh, the, the ink episode, yes, that the first ink time episode. he does that. Oh, that Dude, was badass. That, that was so cool at the time. Yeah. So that cool. Because it was, you had no idea it was coming either. Mm-hmm. They they showed it at the beginning of the episode, that mm-hmm. that thing. But they never – they you don't have any indication yeah. that's going to come oh, back. It's yeah. just one of the other things that he's <laughs> showing Terry. Like yep. it's just some of like it's Batman shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it is. And it, <laughs> it, it, it's really cool because you get to see him learn from Bruce. So I, I've mentioned the Shreve episode a million times. But I, of course, recently revisited that episode. Mm-hmm. 
And something that I, you know, I totally forgot that I think is one of the coolest parts of the episode is um, <clears throat> is Bruce is telling Terry that story in the beginning of the story and in, in the beginning of the episode, and he's like, "So what did you do?" You know? And, yeah. Uh, and you know, uh, I forget exactly what he said. He says he it, he's like, "We have a suture repair or something." Yeah. He says something like, "In case you didn't know, we have a suture yes, repair, yeah, or something like and, that." And so then, at the very end of the episode, they're talking again. They're fixing up the suit, and uh, and Bruce says to Terry, "If you know, if the whole thing with Shreve didn't work, what were you gonna do?" And he looks at him and he goes, "If you didn't notice, we have a suit." Yeah, and they just keep working. I and just, they just keep, you know, and Bruce just kind of smiles. He's like, yeah. "He's like, yeah, he's learning." Yeah, exactly. He's learning, and it's just it's so amazing. And especially in that episode, you know, he's he's saying like, "This kid has done a lot more for the city than you know anyone has ever done." Mm-hmm. This and that, but it it shows he really is, you know. Coming into the Batman role, yeah, oh as, for sure. You know, he he's like the perfect Batman in a sense. It's cool. You know? It's like in these issues too. He's also losing Barbara Gordon, which is a huge thing. Yeah, that was crazy to see. He's um, like, he's like, I got one thing left, and then she's like, I'm retiring. Just like, oh, cool, yeah. cool, bro. Like, great. And that was crazy. What was it? I read. Oh no, it wasn't that. I was reading this other issue that had um where Dick Grayson returned. Oh, but cool. um is he still in this one? Dick, I'm not remember. sure. Okay. I'm not sure what's going on with him. Okay. I, I don't think he's appeared in this in these issues yet. Gotcha. But we'll see. Um so that's Neo Year. Highly recommended. Yeah, Neo Year. Um Moon Knight Black, White and Blood. I thought was them reissuing Moon Knight. It's not. It's a one-off, but it's excellent. It was really um, good. I liked it a lot. I love the first one was a little hard to read. Yeah. Um <laughs> one of one of uh one of the things I really love about comic books is the artistic style in them and it's the one reason I collect a lot of them like us being mm-hmm. from you know the son of an illustrator, oh, sons yeah. of an illustrator. Like oh, yeah. you learn to appreciate certain details and stuff like that mm-hmm. within it. So those uh, those black, white, and red pictures were just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so they were the just whole, so gorgeous. Yeah. So the whole issue, it's three different, four different stories. Three, three, three different yeah, stories. three different stories, all illustrated and black, white, and red. Yes. There's no other colors other than that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it's just beautiful. The yeah. They did it. And uh, really impressive. The, the, the pops of the red are really cool yeah. When, yeah. when they do come up. Um, especially the second issue I really enjoyed. Everything's like black, white, and kind of gray. And then Spider-Man is teaming up with yeah. Moon Knight. That was and the red in Spider-Man is visible. Mm-hmm. So you so Spider-Man stands out with Moon Knight. 
yeah. like together. Yeah, that was very cool. And, and you know, he had the it was the red and black suit, so it blended perfectly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Uh, I thought that was, I think that was my favorite story. Although the last one was very cool. Yeah. Um, Once you realized it was going back to yeah. front, yeah, it was really yeah, cool. It was a really cool story. Read kind of like a manga uh, a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you read it the opposite way? After I read it the first time like that and realized what oh, it was, okay. yeah, gotcha. I did. Because I, I kept I kept reading it that way, and because um, I thought maybe that's how the story was supposed to be, mm-hmm. like all being rewound or something like that, you know? Yeah, and that because I thought it was kind of a cool story that um, you know, all this stuff is happening, and then all of a sudden at the very end, he's like, "I'm Mister Knight. How mm-hmm. can I help you?" Yeah, I mean, you know, it was really like, cool. It, it's like a cool um, rewind. Yeah. Kind of thing. I did look into it, and they are only on issue 11 of Moon Knight right now. So that's probably something I'll pick up and then backtrack and grab the rest of the issues for. Um, But a lot of these ones right now I picked specifically so that I could get into the start of the Mm storyline, and other people can as well if they're looking to get into this too. Mm -hmm. But there are also going to be some OGs and stuff like that too that I'm going to throw in here once in a while for people that are just starting that are looking to read cool Mm storylines within some of the universes. Mm -hmm. I I already have a suggestion, but uh, afterwards. Which brings me to... Right now, um, my bat fan segment of the week. Um, so on top of the must read or the must have, I'm also going to do um, a bat fan segment where I either talk about a current Batman storyline okay. within the bat family mm-hmm. that I'm enjoying or I'm going to recommend an OG. I'm going to recommend a classic like for people to start getting into. Okay. Yeah. But right now there is... Uh, a limited issue series of Batman called Batman the Killing Time. Mm. Um, or Batman Killing Time, the thes. Yeah. You know. Not in there. I'm making up words within that. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a six-issue series. They're on issue three right now. Issue four has yet to come out right mm. now. Um, so it's only halfway. Um, and if you're a fan of the new Batman movie, the char- the main characters within it are Batman, Riddler, Catwoman, and Penguin. Not following in with the Batman storyline. No, yeah. But putting it into the actual Batman universe very nicely. Yeah. Um, and giving you, if you are someone who is just getting into comic books and stuff, it is giving you a great glimpse into what the comic book versions of these people are legitimately like. I feel like. Yeah, okay. I, you know what That's I mean? That's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's a separate world from this new Batman. Mm-hmm. It's still very different. Like, Riddler's wearing the classic uh, green suit with the purple tie mm-hmm. and, like, that get-up and Catwoman's wearing the classic suit and Penguin's, yeah. like, and I, disgusting and eating fish yeah. and, like, shit like that. I really liked the take on the Riddler suit. I love it. It wasn't, like, too flashy. It didn't have a bunch of question marks. It's it, just it, green It looks suit, like a standard green suit. Green hat. You know? Yeah, it's got, the, it's got the classic bullet with the question mark yeah. on it, and that's all you really yeah, need. Yeah, that's all you need. Um, And I, I love how he looks, too. I do, I too. was looking at this Riddler, and I'm like, why... Why am I am I attracted to this man? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he actually he's a good looking guy in this and it's like, wow, okay. Like, mm-hmm. This is a really good take on him. So um, so this is 
these are like the very <laughs> short form reactions because again, three issues in right now. Yeah, and I don't know how you have felt about it so far, but issue one, I was like, my reaction was hmm, and then the second issue, my reaction was huh, and then <laughs> the third issue, my reaction was oh, like so. It's the perfect. Yeah. They set it up perfectly. Yeah, so, so now in this I do have third some issue, about it, but I'll have to ask you. Later. Yeah, either you could either ask me on this or are off it right now, depending on okay, what people gotcha. are looking into. I was just, I was going to ask: Do you find out what's in that box? I think I, re- I think I know what's in it. Okay, now. So I, I just wanted to ask you that. After yeah. That. I think that that's like. Did you did you end up reading issue three? I did. Yeah, okay, I read yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. I just because um, they they kind of allude to what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so what? But they allude to it like in the comic before that. Yeah. Though, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's where I was confused. So because I didn't have two to reference back to. You know what it I was is? Kind of, what is it? It's the golden turd. Like it's if right. you're thinking about it. That's exactly what it that, is. It's it, the golden turd. Yeah, I know it's because people are. Ca- to it's be like, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I'm just wondering what the hell this thing is. I know it's got to be something. And that's what's so intriguing about it too. Yeah. Is, so the second issue, it kind of like because Batman does this thing once in a while where they take you back in time, and you're like, why does yeah. it? Why does it do this? Yeah. And it does a bunch of that in the second issue. And you're like, why do they keep jumping back to this? Like, this seems to make no sense. But then, it, once you keep reading, something to do with that. Yeah, yeah. Once you keep reading into the third issue, you're like, oh, yeah. okay. So I get what's going on. They're showing the history of this thing, and what's going to happen now that it's in there, Catwoman's yeah. hands yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the one, the one character they introduced in this story. Is called the Help. Yeah, he's. Really I don't cool. remember seeing him before in comics. I don't know if this is his first appearance. Or I what. don't either. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's, he's like an assassin character that Penguin has, and he seems versed in every combat style you could possibly imagine. Because mm. the third issue, him and Batman are fighting, and as Batman's throwing certain techniques. The help is blocking them in talking about the history of that technique. He's talking about the – the one one guy, uh, she was like, oh, I taught him to kick like that. I actually gave him his first machine gun. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're like, I know – Who the hell is this guy? And then then he's like at one point, he's like, okay, well, here's one you probably don't know. This is a knee I picked up while fighting Black Canary and just – Cracks Batman in the face with a knee and like knocks him out right after that. The, leaves his business card on him. Yeah, yeah, he leaves his business. Yeah, he goes. Uh, you have some good skills, but if you want to learn the easier way and not the hard way, just give me a call. I know. And it was like, and it's cool because he's the most polite guy ever. He's like pointing out like Ra's al Ghul techniques and stuff yeah, like that yeah, too. That was cool. He so, said, um, so the dude has been Owen everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, really he, cool. So it shows he's been versed everywhere. Um, I think the version of the Batmobile they have in this kicks oh, so much so ass. Sick. It looks so cool. So it's like sick. a modern muscle car and then with they like blew it up. Oh, <laughs> it blew it up. Batman was standing. It that blew it up. I'm thinking, how is he not crying? I would be crying. My favorite that car was so sexy. Oh, my man. favorite thing about this whole storyline is like Catwoman's like. 
You didn't leave any stupid ass clues to him, right? You didn't do your thing and leave a stupid ass clue to where we are. And he's like, "No, it's not." No. And then you realize because he, uh, spoiler alert, in the first issue, uh, Riddler beats the fuck out of the penguin with an umbrella, like he beats him with his own umbrella. But he beats Morris Cone into him. <laughs> So like, so he's like, no, I didn't do anything, and he beats a, a Morse code as to where he is into Penguin, oh, and Batman God. is so smart he picks up on it. I was like, how? It's like, why would you? Why would you purposely do that to yourself? You absolute moron. See, because yeah, I was thinking he was saying, you know, he hit him a lot, and then he hit him lightly, and I was like, okay, well, he's bad at hitting them. Yeah, and then he goes, it's Morse code. I went. It's Morse fucking cold. Are like, you it's serious? Morse fucking cold. You fucking. <laughs> I was like, who oh the my hell God. would think of that? <laughs> oh man. Oh God. man. That was so, funny. so those are the ones. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention, yeah, the, like, so not to the help is apparently like this. If someone sends the help after you, you're dead. That's yeah. what it's supposed to be. Because you know. Uh, they get into a conflict with the Riddler, and they're driving away, and Riddler says to Catwoman, that was the fucking help. And literally, he yeah. says, That's, that was the fucking help. That was help. the fucking help. And, she, and Catwoman just goes, fuck, who sent the help after us? You yeah. Know? Like, she's... And it's and then immediately they're like, we have to get out of town and yeah. find a new buyer now. <laughs> but like... Surviving. It's crazy because, like, uh, Penguin's in the hospital recovering from these injuries. Mm-hmm. And he, like, writes out, they're like, they're like, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to do? And he writes out, get the help. And the guy immediately is like, oh, Yo. like, okay. <laughs> like, dude, that guy's dead. It's just, it's so. And Riddler would have been dead if Batman hadn't showed oh, up. Oh, yeah, he would have been dead. That's the other thing is he, he totally dead. saved Riddler's life in that situation. Because um, Riddler straight up thought it was the buyer at the door and then, you know, got shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he was lucky. But, yeah, it was a great start to the series. And I, I see what you're saying about the Batman take on it because he narrates the whole time. When it goes, yeah. When it flips back and forth. It's like it's honestly kind of – I thought it was kind of dumb, but then I started reading more and more and I thought it was kind of perfect. Because yeah, in the movies you always see like okay, well this all has to be happening at the same time. Yeah, no, in this it more illustrates this was happening twenty minutes later, but twenty minutes earlier Batman was still fighting this guy and so and so. You know, like yeah, it really gives a good demonstration of what what time everything is going on. You know, oh I, yeah, I think the emphasis on. Like, you know, the timing of everything is going to have a big role to play in this. Yeah. You know, obviously with that box, whatever it is. And uh, – but yeah, that was – that was fucking great. That was really Yeah, I agree. I So if you are looking to get into something right now that's Batman related and you're looking for small titles to get into because yeah. it can be overwhelming. The universe mm-hmm. can be overwhelming. You are a new Batman fan. You loved this movie. New Batman fan, old Batman fan, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You loved this movie. You're like, damn, I want to get into the world a little bit more. Start here. Yeah. Start here because it'll kind of give you a familiar – it'll give you familiar characters to work with. Yes, I agree. And it's a six-issue series, so it's not going to be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so go check, like, please go check that yeah, out. Seriously, it's, it's really good. It's really, really, really cool. It was really good. Um, I do have to. <coughs> excuse me, I do go hate to it. ask, but um, I did. I have to ask about that. Uh, this Savage Avengers comic. Oh, that's the next thing I was going to get into, dude. Okay. Um, that was just... Man. That looked extremely good. So that's that's the next thing. So those that covered everything we read together as far as... Um, yes. You know, yeah. we're you riding... all that stuff together. Riding back on the way back. We were in the... <laughs> shared the same space for a few days. So, mm-hmm. you know, one of the best things about it is we get to read each other's comics. <laughs> um, so... Um, if you are into the Marvel universe and you're looking to get into like some kind of off the beaten path titles a little bit and you want to get like deeper into the universe, find some maybe, um, different characters within that, the all new, all different Savage Avengers. They just restarted this. This looks insane. This is, um, your Savage Avengers are, your sect of the Avengers that doesn't kind of give a fuck about killing somebody necessarily and doesn't necessarily fit the mold of your actual like superhero your run of the mill everyday superhero right um this team is awesome so um the the writers are amazing um you have uh David Paposi and then you have um Carlos Magno who did Kang the Conqueror and oh. uh, RoboCop Dead or Alive. Um, so the lineup of the Avengers you have in this comic book are Conan the Barbarian. You've got uh, Daredevil, who is Elektra, under that mask. And her version of that costume is just beautiful. Um, is Anti-Venom, cool. who is Flash Thompson's symbiote form. Yes. Um, who I w- had just found out about. And I'm really, really enjoying seeing him as... Uh, a, a character, like yeah. a more expanded character in the universe. Mm-hmm. You had told me he was a thing, but I had no idea. Yeah, so he he's a thing as Agent Venom, but he didn't have the anti-Venom suit. Ah, that's the difference. That's cool. So, yeah, he had some of the Venom suit, mm. but it wasn't the anti-Venom suit. Yeah. And this, it's the anti-one, and it's very intriguing. Interesting. It's very cool. Um, so and, and it's cool. I didn't realize that he was still... That that's his agent venom suit. Yeah, that's what he wear. It, I thought he was gonna be like fucking right, right, roided out like that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's gonna be sick. Um, so you have him, you have the Black Knight, you have Cloak and Dagger, who are um Spider Man villains, and then you have Weapon H, who I didn't know who Weapon H was, but Weapon H is um, a super soldier that was created with a blend of um, DNA from the Hulk and old man Logan. Um, So you have a giant form of the Hulk with claws and most likely healing abilities that are above a lot of people's. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Healing regeneration. How how much more OP can you make this man? I guess he just um became a thing more recently. Like I guess within the past five years. I don't want to be quoted on that. That's why I'm giving such a big window, right? So that if it's shorter than that, I can like be like, oh, he came out sooner than I thought. Right. 
and not look like an absolute asshole. <laughs> yeah, but dude, um, holy shit, that is cool. Yeah, I've never, I never thought of combining them. Yeah, I mean? exactly. That's very cool. Um, so it's that team of heroes, and they're being chased by Deathlock because oh. Deathlock is going after in this first issue. He's going after Conan for um, crimes against the time stream. So Conan fucked oh. up some things in the t- in like oh. the time realm apparently, and now all these uh, all these guys are working together. They found yeah, themselves in the same place, it. working together, and they at the end of this issue they got sent back in time to like different places. So now they have to like fight their way through time, which I think is oh going to be fucking cool. That's cool. I think that's going to be great. So, people that are looking more into Marvel, get that. I recommend that title very much. Um, it would be – if it weren't for Radiant Black – you could take these, by the way, when you leave and oh, you sure? read them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just give them back to me next week and be careful with them, obviously. No, of course. Yeah, I just – that Venom suit, it, it looks cool because it reminds me of the Future Foundation suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it looks very clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very, very cool. Um, yeah, so it would be my must-read if Radiant Black wasn't on there. Um, Savage Avengers would be okay. my must read, but because Radiant Black is so good and it's a dollar, it's my must read because you can get into it right away. This, if you have, I think it's three ninety nine on the cover price. You could find it cheaper okay. at certain comic book outlets for sure. They'll if you buy a lot of issues, people tend to give right. them a deal. Um, again, I'm going to shout it out on here. Queen City Bookstore on Main Street in mm. Amherst, yes. right by the University of Buffalo, is. Probably the best comic book shop in Western New York. I think they have some fantastic titles. They work in conjunction with a lot of local comic book people to find you exactly what you need. If you are looking for certain titles, go in there, go shop around. They have a lot of great issues you could get just starting at a dollar back issue-wise. Start collecting comic books because you're reading something too, and it's cool art to have. It's really, yeah, really great. Seriously. Um. So two more titles to go over, and then I want to do – Something before we leave with the remaining time. Okay. Um, so, Wolverine Patch. I just wanted to... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to expand into the X-Men universe again because um, it's been a while. The movies uh, kind of started sucking once Apocalypse uh, ended. Apocalypse was just okay, and then Dark, uh, Dark Phoenix was booty. Um we know that Charles Xavier's back, so that we're uh, we're delving into the X Men universe again. But we will see where that goes. Um, but Wolverine Patch, I started reading. This is um, Logan in kind of covert ops form. He's in. Uh, I'm trying to. I want to remember exactly where he is right now. Mm-mm-mm. Madripoor City. That's where he is. Magical so I don't know what the the exact um, location of where he is, uh, but he's in Madripoor. Um, he is uh, kind of doing a covert ops mission in a sense, just kind of hiding out there and doing odd jobs. Oh, okay. Um, so he kind of hangs with the locals and does stuff like that, but he was assigned to go after these two Russians that have been – uh, kind of skulking around Madripoor. And okay. when he starts looking for them, S.H.I.E.L.D. picks him up, and Nick Fury's like, do not go after these people because we have surveillance on her. So Logan, naturally, 
goes after them <laughs> because he's like, well, what are they hiding that they don't want me to uh, to start doing this? <laughs> so he starts going after them, um, and it's some cool carnage. It's um, It turns out the two Russians are mutants, and I can't really delve into how they fit in. Um, I very much enjoy this because if you're a Logan fan like I am, um, you're always looking for cool Wolverine content oh, because yeah. how can you not love the guy? Yeah, how can you just he's he's one of the best, uh, he's one of the best Marvel characters ever created in my opinion. Seriously. He's just he's, he's so freaking cool. cool. He's so scrappy. Um, but I recommend these. I think that um, more and more presence from the outside is going to get involved okay. eventually. Um, but very, very good series to recommend. If you're looking to delve really into the X-Men universe, um, I read X, uh, The Immortal X-Men this week. They just started picking them up, too. Um, Wolverine Patch, I there are only two issues out of right now. Okay. Immortal X-Men, there are only two issues out of right okay. now. So easy to pick up on. Yeah. Um, Immortal X-Men kind of goes into the lore a little bit more. It's about um, an island... Uh, that is inhabited by only mutants, and it is governed by a mutant body. Uh, oh. Krakoa. Krakoa is the name of the island. Oh, so the island okay. nation of Krakoa. So there's a council of 12 that rules over them. This mm-hmm. council is Professor X, Magneto, Destiny, Emma Frost, um, Sebastian Shaw, uh, Kate Pride, Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, Exodus, Mr. Sinister, and Mystique. So it's kind of narrated from the point of view, at least issue one, um, is narrated from the point of view of Mr. Sinister because he knows dirt on everybody at the council. So he's trying to play the whole people into, like, doing specific moves. So it kind of goes into, like, more of the backstory of, like, the higher-level mutants, which is cool. Um, But... That's one I would read if you're very invested in superheroes. Like, if you've been a comic book reader for a while, because it's very much into, like, the lore more than it okay. is, like, action, poop, boom, like, they're yeah. doing, like, certain things. Okay. Um, but, again, if you're a comic book reader, definitely worth looking into, um, especially because I love the storylines between uh, Charles Xavier and Magneto and, yeah. like— and their whole relationship, like the back and forth between all of them. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because it's only involving mutants on one island and how to govern them and how to rule them correctly. Um, so the division of power and the separations they try to make are like they try to be shady to each other mm-hmm. all the time. Um, and it's all about filling Magneto stepping down. He announces that in the first issue. Mm-hmm. So it's all about finding that replacement in the first one. And okay. that's going to lead to a lot of worse shit. This is going to be cool. Magneto stepping down. Yeah. Interesting. And I think, I think in the long term they're trying to prevent a major crisis because someone knows something that's oh, going on. Oh, okay. Um, but they also give you like these cool little hints into what's going to go on in the future issues with okay. them. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, those are that's what I read for the week. I it was like so many titles it took up like a half hour of time to oh, talk no, about, but yeah. like I I can't believe how much good stuff is out yeah, there right there's now. There's a lot of good shit going on. It's um I think that's a result of the pandemic and people having a bunch of time to think about certain storylines too. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. When you have that time, mm-hmm. you know, might as well do something. Kind of creates that for you. Yeah. Um 
So I was kind of going over your last episode, and you guys were talking about um, like your character, and you kind of brought off some off the beaten path characters, like our uh, Ky- uh, Tyler quizzed you on uh, Kyle Rayner. Oh yeah, on right? WGO on WGO, and then you quizzed him on uh, the Batman who laughs. Yes. Um. So. That got me thinking about like all the different universes and all the cool people and all the cool shit that's oh, yeah. that's out there. Yeah. So this is a question I present to you for today. Okay. This is our nerd question of the okay. week. You um are called to the war room of the White House, right? You are briefed and they tell you so everything you've ever read in comic books is absolutely true. There are multiple dimensions out there. Each of those characters exists in a different dimension right now like they do we have a crisis on earth this is like you're pulling I, everything that's ever been written everything that's ever been designed everything that's ever been put in a movie is real like this stuff is real there's a if there is a world crisis and we cannot like there is no way we can stop it from our realm so you are to assemble a team of five <laughs> from any universe. Like you can pull any them together universe. and create your own like super team. Any universe. People from the Justice League, people from the Avengers, people from Invincible, people from any like kind of comic book worldy kind of character. Can I pull from manga? If not, that's fine. Pull from manga. Pull okay. from manga. Let's get. Let's keep this interesting. Yeah, okay. pull from manga too if okay. you want to do that. All right. All right. So like you could, yeah. So you could put like Goku on your team or something if you wanted to put Goku on. Hmm. Oh man. Oh man. You gave me too much power in my hands, Dan. What did you do? So um, I was thinking about this a little bit. Okay. So if if you need some time to think, okay. I, I have a few characters off the top. Yeah. Right? While you, yeah. And I have some justifications as to why I put them through that, right? So first on my list is obviously Batman. I'm bringing bringing him in. Right. Not even because of the favoritism, but because of the fact that he knows so damn much about everything. And he knows everybody's weaknesses, including his own, right? Right. That's the guy. His survival instincts— are better than any other superheroes out there. Not to mention his detective skills. Yeah, not to mention his detective skills. So in an infinite crisis, you're going to want that dude on your team because he's going to figure out every little thing about everybody and gets the weakness before everybody else does, right? If he dies, he's at least going to give you the blueprint on how to beat them. Yeah. At the very least. If it means costing their life. Yeah. And he's got an infinite armory, right? He brings whatever he wants. It's not talked about enough. But he has a bat plane. He has the Batmobile. He has tons of gadgets. He, he has a Hellbat suit. Yeah, keeps kryptonite on him. Like, that's <clears throat> like that's the guy you want on your team. That's a very good point. Right? Yeah. So he's my number one pick. Okay. And, again, there's some bias and some favoritism in that. Okay. Um, number two is Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is uh, not only with his strength, but um, this is specifically, I'm not talking about, like, the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I'm not talking about Miles Morales. I'm talking about your Peter Parker 15 years in Spider-Man. 
I'm talking about your Spider-Man that knows everything about everybody. I'm talking about fat Peter Parker from <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse who uh who yeah, you know it, who doesn't even try, right? It's right. but you know, not that version of him. Closer to the version of Peter Parker that became Captain Universe, right? No, yeah, Closer yeah, to yeah. that one because that's his peak superhero form right there. Uh, that really is. But you want him on your team for the scientist aspect too. You got that brain that uh, that works through it. You have his strength which is going to come in handy for any situation. You've got the fact that his webbing can encase multiple people at the same time. So you're going to be able to take out a lot of things within that. Mm-hmm. Um if you're pulling other technologies in there, you've got the iron spider that he can pull from. You've got um other aspects like, you know, he has different types of webbing fluids that he puts in. So Peter Parker is going to be an asset to everything you could possibly have. Not That's to fair. mention, not to mention, if you're going death battle wise, uh, it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man beat the shit out of Batman. Yeah, it sucks. So you're going to, so you <laughs> want him on your team. You want that guy that's on the same level as yeah. him to balance each other both out, right? Right. Also, just for the nerd in me. Just how sick would it be to see Batman and Spider-Man be like notice each other's like grappling their web shooters and switch at some point during the fucking battle, <laughs> right? That would be cool. And have them doing like the different shit within that. That would be cool. Or so, or just like jumping to each other's lines at some point through it. This is the this is the nerd shit that, that goes through my very, head. No, yeah, that would be very cool. Um, third, I'm bringing in Charles Xavier. Okay. Because Okay. Very good. Because that's your big brain. You need a big brain on any team that you're gonna have. And um he's gonna give you the proper analysis of what's going on at all times. And if your team's failing, he's just gonna <clears throat> fucking do it himself. Because he's so powerful that he's just gonna go into your brain, calm you the fuck down, do whatever you need <laughs> to do. Right? My alternate that's for fair. my alternate for that would be Dark Phoenix, but her power can't be controlled. And that's yeah, that's, that's the X point. factor within that. That's very um, but Charles Xavier is the most powerful mutant ever, <clears throat> and we've seen that yeah, over and over true. again. Especially if he has Cerebro, he's locked in. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that stops him if he has, especially in, in the portable version that we see in some universes. Um, if you're in infinite crisis mode, Charles Xavier is your guy. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. With, uh, with your mortals. That's fair. This is where it starts to get a little hard for me because I'm trying to fill certain slots in a team, right? Right. So so I have my technology guy in Batman. I have your scientist in Spider-Man. I have your big brain in uh, Charles Xavier. Now, now I need an immortal. So for my immortal, I'm going to go with Logan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. another, and I feel like I'm I'm really playing like a ground-based team here for for a lot of the stuff. That's right. And there's not like a lot of flight or shit within yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I'm, I'm building a very ground tactical team. But that might change with my fifth member too. Okay. Um. But L- Logan, 
Logan's not a Logan's bad idea. Logan's the healing he factor. He could take a you beating. Want. Yeah, he could, he has a healing factor. Mm. We've seen him come back from death. Yeah, you know that's uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. And then I either need, so I either need a high flyer. I need someone with strength as my last one. Okay. <sighs> There's so now, many choices. Yeah, now it could be any universe. I any know that's universe. the thing. Is like. Any and that's yeah, that's what makes it really hard. So it could be any of them. <laughs> I know. So. You know what? I'm gonna cheat and pick both. My what? last member of my team is gonna be All Might. All Might, All really? Might. All Might's gonna be the last member of my team. Okay. Interesting. Because that's that, because that's your that's your super <laughs> homie, right? Especially That's in, um, you know, in the the very first season when he, what's the the he's fighting the Nomu? Is that what you're the Nomu? About? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for, okay. And and he's you know, he has like minimal strength left. Yeah, and can still pour it on. Man, yeah, you, dude, you got to. I know. Season three is where it gets really good. I know. I know. Well, it gets better in four and five too. But I'm telling you, yeah. But all might from my perspective, that's the the perfect combination of strength and uh, so shit that you need. With for your sake, I'm gonna say prime all might. Prime all might. Remember, because he starts losing it. Prime all might. So prime all might. might. Prime all might. I agree. That that's what I mean. Is like that's. That's the dude you want uh, rounding out any Absolutely. team, especially if we're including manga. It's definitely All Might that's going to be in there. Yeah. So my team of superheroes to save the world in an infinite crisis is Batman, Spider-Man, Professor X, Logan, and All Might. Okay. Very male-heavy, but I would also – I would easily any day of the week throw Storm into any rotation within that. Um, I would throw Scarlet in at any point. If it's With ju- Professor X, yeah. I could I could switch them out. If it's just Rogue and not Dark Phoenix, I would take Rogue. No, no, um, Jean Grey, you mean? Or Jean Grey, Jean yeah, Grey. Jean Grey. yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue's the other. Well, Rogue's yeah, well, the I other. Did not mean Rogue. No, I know you didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, so that rounds out my picks. Okay. 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 Have you had any time to think? Yeah, yet? I had some time. So I wanted to put Goku, but I have a little hot take on him. Mm-hmm. If it's an infinite crisis going on to Earth, sure he might fight, but he might not be having fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't have fun. If he's not, if he's not, you know, the whole thing is the person's got to be stronger than him. You know, and if it's just easy for him, he might be like at one point, okay, you guys can take care of this. I'm leaving. Remember the, when they put God Goku as Superman and they still said fuck you and Superman? <laughs> yeah, it's Superman. Oh my god. Oh man, that was fun. okay. But, but you're right. If he's not having fun, yeah. then it like yeah. it, it's funny because like real life fighters fall into that same pattern, right? Yeah, yeah. If they're not having fun in fights, then it like it makes it much harder for mm-hmm. them to be able to do. Well, of course, you know he always has the motivation to save the world. Mm-hmm. It's like the real thing is like, wow, this guy's stronger than me. I'm gonna be yeah. him. Um, so instead. I'm going to have my first pick be Saitama or One Punch Man. Ooh, very nice. Because he has fought in world crises before, took it up, bing, bang, boom, 
let's go home. That's a you great know? call. He he knows how to fucking fight, mm-hmm. and he's ready for it. My second choice, it's a little you know overboard, but I'm gonna go with like prime Superman. Okay, yeah, like hell a yeah, good. So, so obviously he could keep up in a battle, and you know. You, Superman can speak for himself. With all the OPness that gets talked about with Superman, how would you not want him on your exactly, team? Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was, I had to think very heavily on mm-hmm. if I was including him or not, yeah, but, exactly. but All Might filled that spot for so me. So it, it's hard to think, it, it's, you don't want to think Superman because you're like, oh, he's soft. But if it's a world crisis going on. You need him. You, you, need, you need him on your yeah, team. Yeah, that's someone you definitely Ooh, need. Team of One Punch Man is Superman. <laughs> <laughs> So, my next one, you know, I was really thinking Batman, mm-hmm. but I thought of someone a little better because if Batman's admitted one person is smarter than him, it would be Lex Luthor. Ooh. So I'm bringing Lex Luthor instead of Batman because he has suits, he has the stuff to back him up, and he has the brains for it. Too. Interesting. The only X factor is if he's going to stab you in the back. Exactly. Or not. Exactly. That's the only. X That's factor. the only is X factor. With all that. of a sudden, he interesting turns choice. And uses it on you. Interesting choice. Very so, very interesting. You'll be interested in my next two choices. Too. Okay. So I had to go with someone super OP. That's not this one, but I had to go with someone super OP. Mm-hmm. But. You mentioned having an immortal on your team. Mm-hmm. It got me thinking. And I was like, who's an immortal that can just take care of business, but I also need a battle tactician, mm-hmm. someone who knows battle very well, someone mm-hmm. who's, you know, can deal with waves upon waves. And one person came to mind who has dealt with armies over time, and I mean all over time. And that would be Vandal Savage. Ah, Vandal Savage is one of the best ah, battle tacticians. Dude, he you're really s- is. Dude, putting <laughs> Lex and Vandal Savage that's on your insane. team? That's oh, insane. that is. Dude, that's ballsy. Yeah, it really is. So it's very ballsy. That's a power. You are putting a powder <laughs> keg together, especially if Superman's on the team, too. I know. Dude. I know. Okay, so, but this is a ballsy team. I like yeah, it. It's I a like very it. Ballsy team. I, you know, you got to do what you got to do. This is a world crisis going on. You know, you need the best people you could think about. You know. Yeah. So, uh, my last choice was a little difficult. Okay. Because, of course, you saw I already went with two villains. So I was like, okay, I can't add a third one. But what if I did? <laughs> so, these three, in my opinion, need some sort of world to conquer. Okay. And if they, if they want our world, they're going to have to stop something else from coming. But we have two, two tag team members that I'm pretty sure could take them all out. Fair. But, Between One Punch Man and Superman, you have a failsafe yes, for in case they I go have rogue. A failsafe, but this is what makes it very difficult. So, some way, shape, or form, if there was a crisis going on, we would have to make a deal with Darkseid. Oh, come on! No! Darkseid. 
Baby, dark side is the way to go. You bring him in, it's over. You know that too. For you! <laughs> but listen to this. Soups is here. And we know so he is could Lex take Luthor, on though. That's that's we bad. We know he could take on Darkseid, though. And think about this. Depends on what Lex Luthor you're talking about. Because there's the Lex Luthor that hates Superman, but there's also the Lex Luthor that, that works Earth. in the JLA and loves uh, Earth. Exactly. And he has also stopped Darkseid in the past. And Vandal Savage, as much as he is immortal... He's easy to take care of. Those are my picks. You're putting t- two war generals wanna, on the same well, team. I, here's the thing. I I, I'm not to, chastising no, you for no, your I pick. Know. This is just like <laughs> I'm fascinated by this team because it seems like you're setting yourself up in a way. I know. I know. But, hey, we need a world to conquer. And if we're pulling them from their, you know, from each world— it all depends on the versions we pick. Darkseid is essentially a god. So Fair. he can't exactly die. You know what I mean? But if he brings a physical form over and helps us out, then he'd be a little easier to take care of. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, you know, I wanted to put Goku, but I was like, that's a little too That's such key. an interesting team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, And you put Superman, so that's... Exactly. That yeah. evens it out. It really exactly. does. Exactly. So, but, yeah, that's my team. You know, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't want to do Darkseid, but I was like, there's no one else that I know has godlike <laughs> potential no. like Darkseid. No, and that'd there's be... not really anyone. If he was going to save the world... Yeah. It's a good person to rely exactly. on. Exactly. It is. And there's always a failsafe with him. Because remember in, what was it? Batman Superman Apocalypse. Batman plants bombs, sets off all the bombs on his planet. You know, the ones that can, just one bomb can destroy the entire world. Mm-hmm. So what are fucking 50 going to do? Right, know? right. And he literally says that to him and he goes, you're bluffing. You don't have the password. He goes. Omega Alpha like X two five eight. Does it sound like I'm bluffing to you? <laughs> and you know he's holding Batman over the lava pit, and he's like, you know, he's telling him like, disarm them, and he's like, here's what I want you to do. You for swear Kara Zor out. Like he's still talking, like he's in the power. You know what I so mean? So cool. And then and then you know he says to him, well played. You know, and then lets him go, and he goes, take the girl. I have no use for her. So if we negotiate like that and find a way, you know, to take care of him, I think we'd be all right. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, yeah, those are my choices. That was a good team. I'm not going to lie know, to you. I, I thought, you know, it's it's sad. I love Batman, but, like, when it comes to battle tactics, the villains truly know the best routes for it. That's You know fair. what I mean? Cause, and I take this from... Justice League Doom. Um, obviously, Batman had the plans to neutralize the Justice League, which I never realized. He had plans to neutralize them, but um, Vandal Savage altered those plans. Fair. You know what yeah. I mean? So he altered – some of them remains the same, and you could tell that with stuff like um, when he calls Flash right away and he says, I need you to go get a – uh, a piece of kryptonite with a scalpel in it. Superman's been shot, this and that, and he goes, I'd love to, but I can't. I have a bomb strapped to my arm, and if it if I stop, 
he goes, it'll explode. It'll explode. And he goes, yep, that's it. And then Alfred <laughs> goes, how did you know that? And he never answers. So, like, some of the stuff, I think, was still the same. You know oh, I mean? yeah, for sure. But, um, you know, Vandal Savage knows how to uh, – just how to be a battle tactician. You know, he's been alive for thousands and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So if I want to have anyone, you know, running an army or it's anything him. like that, it's Vandal Savage. It really is. And then put next to Lex Luthor figuring out everything, mm-hmm. I think it's easy, easy done. Yeah, no. yeah, that's definitely fair. That's a good choice. <laughs> I kind of went for an OPT. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You want to save the world? That's going to be it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so for next week, um, I'm really interested to hear in uh, what you think about Flashpoint Beyond. So try and read yes. that this week, so yes. we can talk I'm about read that. that for you. And uh, I'll read some titles this week, and I'll have some news stuff for you guys next week if you're listening and you're a comic book fan and you have stuff to recommend let us know yes because we would love to like start checking out certain things i'm always looking for new stuff always always and i and i will pick it up if people tell me it's good i'll pick it up Mm -hmm. and i'll take at least a look um but if you guys want to follow along please we're we're interested to hear what you think of the titles we mentioned today too and stuff like that um friday i think we're gonna have a Pretty cool guest on here. If I can make sure I secure him, uh, my friend Connor should be on here, and that should be a really, really good episode. Sounds like a good time. Um, but in the meantime, um, subscribe to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Average Ordinary Pod, or Your Average Ordinary or Average Ord Pod. You'll find one of us there. Um, listen to what's going on every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to Noise Candy every Saturday it comes out. Subscribe to our network at BICBP-radio.com. Some amazing shows on there. Check out all our friends um, over at our network. And we're so lucky to be on here. We really, we really, really are. are. It's just such a great outlet yeah, to be yeah. able to just talk I, every week. I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Podfather because I don't think I do it enough. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, shout-out to the Podfather for you know letting us have a voice and – Giving us a place to, you know, just be ourselves. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting married in eight weeks. In eight weeks. Jesus Christ. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, God, I, I'm leaving to go to the bridal shower in a little bit, which will be uh, yeah, Well, say hi to Casey for me. I will, and I'll <laughs> say hi to Julie for you, too. Yeah, say Anybody yeah, say else I see over there. <laughs> um, but that's been episode 54 of Your Average Ordinary, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please continue to help support Buffalo and um, their local communities. Mm-hmm. The response and the outpour has been beautiful. Steve, uh, Steve for Cheese is currently streaming right now. Um, in a very, very big effort to raise some money um, for Buffalo. His goal is $1,000. Last time I looked, he was at 300 So that's Ooh, that's wow. awesome. So he's that a third awesome. of the way there already. Um, so um, you're probably listening to this in retrospect, but if you still want to donate to him and watch his streams, twitch.tv slash Steve, yes. the number four. Cheese, my best friend in the entire world. Um, next week we'll have a good episode. My birthday episode will be the week after. Ooh, and then I don't know how, I don't know what we'll do for that. We should do something fun should though. I feel something. like we'll maybe we'll think, I think the Podfather might be here. Maybe we'll, maybe oh, we'll rope him in okay. for something. Maybe. Um, oh, and I got to tell you about my birthday party too. Don't let me forget. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's been episode 54 of your average ordinary. We love you guys. We'll end it the way we always do with a one, two, three. See ya. See ya.